views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. What a great show. Dr. Freedom and Schaub is in the house, the empowered self. Uh, with my very special friend and co-host, Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Exciting news. Exciting news today. Breakthrough fear and anxiety for good. That's why people all, all, over, the, all over the globe are uh, seeking out Dr. Friedman to work with him because not only is he somebody that is really kind of cool to work with, but he is all about the results. It's all about creating solutions and helping people break through uh, whatever that is, whatever that fear is, whatever the anxiety is, it's about that. And that's why his book is amazing, an award-winning book, a best-selling book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution. He's also the founder of Cellular Wisdom. It's a personal breakthrough and empowerment program. Helped thousands of people all over the globe break through their emotion, physical challenges. And it's not just about that. It may be something that's in your way that you don't really think about. You know, maybe a light bulb hasn't gone on where you said, oh, this is an emotional challenge or maybe this is a physical challenge. Maybe you're thinking, I would love to quit smoking or I would love to be able to open up my heart to the best relationship that I could possibly have. Whatever that is, that's what Dr. Friedman Schaub has been helping people all over the globe do. You know, he is somebody that combines Many, many different modalities, things like neuro-linguistic programming, energy psychology, medical hypnotherapy, and timeline therapy. There is so many things in the toolkit that he shares with people that he is someone that people all over the globe contact, work with to change their lives. And, you know, here's the other thing. He has a toll-free number for free consultation for all of you listening to the show. If you want to call him, if you want to schedule time for this free consultation to find out, you know, if this is there's something going on that you want to get some help with, 866-903-6463. That's what he does. He's been doing it for a very long time, joining us here uh, on the show and his own radio show, bringing this message to people. Dr. Friedman, it's great to have you here. Thanks for joining us today. What a great radio show. What a great topic. Well, I think it's a really important topic, and it's obviously very dear to my heart, uh, fear and anxiety. So I'm always happy to talk about how to help people to overcome this so debilitating challenge, which Mm -hmm. uh, more and more people feel trapped in and often very powerless about. 
So, you know, today um, we have a couple of things we're going to announce and talk about with people. But, you know, this topic here, we can usually pinpoint uh, things that are going on in our life when we start to feel like our heads are going to explode. You know, overwhelm is a word that we use. And a lot of times we don't necessarily pick up that it's from some fear or some anxiety, right? And so let's talk about that sense of overwhelmed and why it is it is related to fear and anxiety. Well, you know, overwhelm is a, a classic trigger for fear and anxiety. And we are behaving also in the classic, unfortunately, unhelpful way when we are overwhelmed. We're only focusing on something externally from us. And we all know when we have a lot on our calendar or the to-do list grows immensely and the mountain of the unfinished business is as high as Mount Everest, we do feel overwhelmed and it gets worse and worse because we don't even know where to start. And everything appears equally important and equally disastrous. But at the core of it, it's not an external problem, although we feel kind of victimized by our circumstances. Mm. It is really an internal perception that is changing and overwhelmed. And when, you know, we are digging a little bit in and we are asking ourselves, what are we actually really feeling? It is stress and it is anxiety. And for many people that feel overwhelmed, it is the fear of failing the fear of not measuring up, of not meeting expectations of what others may think if we're not doing what we are supposed to do, that fear has a lot to do with how we relate to ourselves, you know, how we see ourselves in relationship to the other and the world around us. And this is one of those core issues about fear and anxiety, that our internal relationship is a direct trigger to how easily we can feel anxious. And so with overwhelm, for example, if you don't feel you are good enough unless you are perfect in everything you're doing and you are meeting everyone's expectations and you're pleasing everyone around you, if you feel like otherwise you're not good enough, of course you feel much more likely to get anxious and stressed about undone things and, you know, what you need to address is not to do more and to run around more like a chicken without the head. What you need to mm. address is the belief that's underneath that. And that's part of what I like to help people to identify and then also to replace and exchange those limiting beliefs. You know, uh, when we start to look at limiting beliefs and we start to look at fear, um, you know, I don't know that many people can make, I don't know that I can make the connection between limiting beliefs and fear and then what the relationship between fear and anxiety are. You know, we, we kind of sometimes don't we use this idea of fear and anxiety kind of like interchangeably and they're not really the same or are they the same? Well, I think they come from the same place. You know, they come <laughs> from that deeper part of our mind, the subconscious. And so I tend to uh, use them interchangeably, although mm -hmm. the nuances are different. But I had so many people telling me they are afraid mm -hmm. and they are talking about something that by textbook would actually be anxiety and mm -hmm. vice versa. Sometimes it's really just the words we pick up or what we really feel comfortable with to express the emotion 
that ultimately is the emotion that makes us feel unsafe or insecure, whether it's about something specific like the fear of needles or the fear of flying or something more vague like the anxiety of the future, which is basically what the definition of both is, it's still a sensation inside of us that uh, comes from that subconscious place. And and how limiting beliefs have anything to do with this? Well, limiting beliefs are one of the three major root causes of fear and anxiety. And, you know, when you're imagining a limiting belief like uh, distorting glasses in front of your perception, a limiting belief can really make the world look rather dark and daunting. So many people that I'm working with were growing up with the belief of not being safe in the world or not really fitting in. Now, that belief is running in the background constantly, and it's scanning automatically. I mean, your subconscious is scanning automatically for any evidence that this belief is true. So if you're not feeling you're fitting in, and you're going into a new work situation, and you see your colleagues going out to lunch, and they don't ask you whether you want to join, in that moment, naturally, the belief kicks back in. Ah, I don't fit in. I'm not likable. I'm not good enough. And they may just have not really noticed you because it's your first day and you were just 30 minutes in the office and they didn't really know who you are. But you take it very personally because of that belief. And so beliefs are really ultimately the laws of our own little universe, and they can either make us fly or they can keep us trapped. And that's what limiting beliefs do. They keep us trapped and they usually scare us. Wow. You know, there's something, too, that I think all of us, you know, would love to hear about from you. And that is, you know, I I don't know anyone. I mean, honestly, no one has ever said to me, and I know this is true for myself, Dr. Schaub, you know, no one has ever said to me, I love fear. And oh, by the way, and and I love fear and anxiety. I love them both. I love them. I love them in my life. I love to have them in my life. It's a wonderful thing. I don't think anybody (laughs) says that, right? I mean, maybe, maybe there's somebody out there that feels that way. Uh, And so if we're not really in love with these two, uh, what I would like to know uh, when we come back from break is then, okay, why is it so dang difficult to get past them. What, what is going on with us that we are so involved? And someone actually said to me, a prob- possibly addicted to fear and anxiety. So how in the world does that go on? Dr. Friedemann Chubb joining us here today. When we come back, we're going to talk about that and much more. And for those of you out there, we have the phone lines open, 1-800-930-2819. Or you can go to transformationtalkradio.com and scroll down to the bottom and ask a question, and we will get your question um, on the air for Dr. Friedman. We're going to take a short break, everyone, when we come back. What is it about fear and anxiety that makes it so extraordinarily difficult to overcome? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Fabulous show, Empowered Radio, Dr. Friedman Chow. House in Budapest, my, my hidden treasure chest, golden grand piano, my beauty-focused EOU, ooh, you, ooh, I leave it all. 
On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk radio. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, Our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. It may be hard for you to stop and believe, but for you, Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's great to have all of you joining us here because we have Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. And today we're talking about the series, The Empowered Self. Uh, Exciting news, exciting news. This is what what Dr. Friedman says. It's exciting news. We're going to break through fear and anxiety for good, for good. Dr. Freeman, it's so great to have you here. But, you know, here's a real burning question before we start to talk about some of the, you know, some of the disorders associated with it. Okay, so if none of us really care for it, right? I mean, we're not in a love relationship with it. Why the heck is it so difficult to overcome? Well, first of all, I totally disagree. Uh, okay. I think people oh, here we love go. being anxious. I mean, you know, every weekend when there is a horror movie coming in the movies, it's number one. People just rush into it to somehow scare themselves. <laughs> when you look at what's going on in nighttime TV, it's always some scary crime, CSI, whatever thing that people love to watch. I mean, you know, what sells most on the news, it's not the good news. 
It's actually the news that scares us. What wins elections, the news that scares us. Fear and anxiety has a lot of power, and somehow we are gravitating towards it, sometimes for entertaining, for entertainment reasons, sometimes also just because it, uh, you know, wakens our curiosity. It's not something that we are avoiding. It's actually something we are somehow taking in, and we are also bombarding ourselves with information that causes us to be afraid. There is a feeling of scaredness, you know, and being afraid that adrenaline junkies know makes them feel alive, makes them feel awake. And there are many people that say, you know, if I'm not really a little anxious or stressed, I cannot really perform so well at my job. So there is a, there's definitely something we, you know, hold on to. But the real problem is that fear and anxiety, of course, have their huge limitations. And when people are becoming consumed by fear and anxiety and it really runs their life and they feel that they are constantly in survival mode, this is when fear and anxiety no longer gives you any kind of sense of being alive or any kind of leverage or edge. It actually entraps you and it doesn't allow you to live your life fully and really have any kind of joy. And that's when fear and anxiety needs to be addressed and looked at. And uh, and often, you know, we will not be able to avoid having our feelings unless you really drug yourself out and you basically have all feelings suppressed. You will always have at some point anxiety and fear triggered. And, and I actually feel that this is very important. It's just like our sensation of the body. You don't want to be numbed out so that you don't really feel when, you know, your finger ends up uh, in the door Mm -hmm. jam or something like this. You want to actually have fear and anxiety as a normal part of life that warns you or gives you important information about yourself and what you're doing and whether in balance or not. But you don't want to have fear and anxiety as that overriding sensation that basically gives you just, uh, you know, very little wiggle room in that comfort zone that keeps films getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, it's really interesting we're talking about this in so many ways, right? Because, you know, uh, there if you turn to your neighbor, and for the most part, if you turn to your neighbor and you say to them, um, did you go see Fifty Shades of Grey this weekend? Most people would be like, no, I didn't go see that. Well, guess what? You know, this is one of these things where we're talking about some level of shame or some level of guilt or something that shows up because $94.4 million was spent over the weekend on that movie. And so there is a level of fear and anxiety that even shows up in us actually being who we are. We really are. And, you know, there's a question I wanted to ask you about this because You know, there's fear and there's anxiety. I grew up in New York City. I would never walk down a dark alley at night. I would never do that. I mean, we just learned you don't do that. You just don't do it. But if I did have to walk down a dark alley, how would I walk down that dark alley? Would I walk down that dark alley in fear? And yet then there are some other things, Dr. Friedman, that don't show up as obviously as that. And I wanted you to talk to those things because don't they show up? as our stuckness, so to speak? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, There is the fear that, um, you know, is triggered by 
things that you would say make logical sense, you know, like the dark alley, you know, in New York, or mm -hmm. maybe you know, when you are in a plane and there are turbulence and uh, oh. you just feel like, okay, I'm going to crash now. Okay, <laughs> so very understandable that we have fear and anxiety in those moments. Mm. But you're right. It's the fear and anxiety that doesn't make logical sense and that keeps us in that stuckness of that survival thinking and survival mode. Now, the interesting thing is uh, that uh, when we are in the survival mode, we don't necessarily admit to ourselves mm -hmm. that we are afraid. You know, you can look, for example, at the people that are the control freaks, you know, the people that just say, you know, everything needs to be exactly the way I want it, and I'm going to micromanage everyone around me, including the cat in the house, and I will make sure that, you know, if my rules will not obey it, with force and at times anger, they will be eventually obeyed. So these people would not necessarily call themselves as anxious because they, you know, appear on the outside powerful and on the inside they think, you know, I'm in control. But when you go one layer deeper, you know, it's the fear of being out of control. It's the insecurity because they feel like, well, if I'm not asserting myself, if I'm not in charge, who am I that really drives them to act in this way? So fear and anxiety can be with us even if we are not really aware of it. But mm -hmm. when we are feeling that you know, our, our life becomes controlled by our behavior, by our patterns, and that those patterns are a necessity for us to, quote-unquote, survive, then we know the driving force underneath is fear. It's not joy, it's not passion, it's not purpose, it's fear and anxiety, and that's when we need to have a closer look on how to resolve that. And, you know, let's talk about this for, for a minute in terms of some of the disorders or what we what we talk about in terms of illnesses, because, you know, some people may think, oh, it's just fear and anxiety. But aren't there truly some conditions that happen that do fit the category of disorders or illness? Well, you know, that's always debatable. And, yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where I feel, you know, it's the same question about if there is a genetic predisposition mm. of fear and anxiety and uh, that you basically are just a victim of, you know, your chromosomes and there is nothing really you can do. And, and I think we have way more potential to actually heal and change than uh, we are giving ourselves credit and often than, you know, Western medicine especially tells us we can. So I'm very hesitant to put people in a box. So mm -hmm. I don't diagnose and I don't tell people, you know, you have this GAD or you have that PTSD or whatever. I mean, I rather like to look at the actual story and I rather like to look at what people are sharing and what's, you know, behind their conscious awareness in the subconscious mind and then help them to understand how these things are all fitting together. I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. they're working with people that have OCD, and of course they mm -hmm. are diagnosed and they are treated, and they go from one psychiatrist to the next, and, and they feel like, well, they are basically you know, trapped in their mind. And then they realize, no, I just didn't know how to deal with my mind. I didn't know how to direct my mind. I didn't understand my mind. And they are able to make magical things happen. They are able to overcome a behavior 
that they have been stuck in for 20 years within a matter of hours because they finally put the pieces together and they know this is what came or where this came from, this is what triggered it, and now I can resolve it. So sometimes it's just a matter of knowing the right leverage in order to really change the things that we were told are unchangeable. And so I'm still a firm believer, and every day this belief gets confirmed by the amazing clients I have, that we have infinite potential to heal and change. Well, you know, and that's what we're going to talk about even more because, you know, it's hard sometimes. And for those of us that have been on the other end of that, right, where we've had a label of something, you know, we've had a label of, you know, the, the, the common labels these days are have to do with ADD, ADHD. There's so many, there's so many labels now. I mean, clearly mm-hmm. the world of psychology, uh, you know, has, has exponentially grown in their categorizations of these things. But then we identify with the label, don't we? And that could lend itself to a whole direction for people. I want to take a short break here, Dr. Friedman, when we come back, you know, let's talk about, you know, some of the things that, that you've discovered, some of the misunderstandings that we have about how we fully express ourselves and what they are. You know, if you come from a family like mine, right, with our head heritage uh, and you don't express yourself, that's when people think there's something actually wrong with you. You know, when we're right. not overly emotional about a meatball that didn't get cooked perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Dr. Friedman Chow, we're going to tell you about his upcoming incredible video seminar. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. So much pressure. Why so loud? If you don't like my sound, you can turn it down. In retirement, will you have enough money to live life on your terms? Everyone has retirement questions, so ask Prize Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. 
I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. What does the word healing mean? Many think that healing merely means eliminating symptoms. However, based on my many years as a healer, I have a much broader perspective on the word. Healing can manifest in a variety of ways, including having physical problems resolved, becoming more emotionally centered, experiencing better relationships, gaining greater clarity, and feeling more spiritually connected. True healing always includes some level of transformation. Whatever form healing takes, there is one commonality, an improvement in quality of life. To me, the highest form of healing goes beyond aligning with wellness. It comes from recognizing our soul's voice and allowing it to speak through us. And in that sense, don't we all yearn to heal into our wholeness? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. Dr. Friedman Chow joining me here today. Before we, you know, before we continue, what, let's take a moment and let folks know the best way they can find out more about you. And I think it would be, you know, good to just touch upon the upcoming seminar for a minute. And we'll talk about it more later. But you're putting something amazing together for people. Yeah, so the best way to uh, get a hold of more information uh, about the work I'm offering is uh, the website, thefearandanxietysolution.com, all in one word, thefearandanxietysolution.com. Uh, I usually work with people one-on-one. I did uh, for several years weekend workshops uh, that uh, were called Breakthrough Fear and Anxiety, and I really love those workshops. But uh, my main focus is helping people one-on-one because I realize that going through fear and anxiety, it takes continuation. It doesn't take a long time. Usually in individual sessions, it takes about six sessions for people to overcome their fear and anxiety and really create a new inner foundation of confidence and, and greater harmony within themselves. But the, the weekend workshops are just too short. There's just You get a big impact. But what's missing is somehow the follow-through and the continuation. And so after years and years and years of working with people individually and getting so many requests about, can you help me with fear and anxiety, but I cannot afford the individual sessions, I was finally able to put together an amazing, I believe, opportunity to overcome fear and anxiety in a in a sequence of uh, live video seminars. So these are not pre-recorded. These are live video seminars that will start April 8th and will go together through three months of bi-monthly seminars that are 90 minutes each, and we have additional question and answer sessions at least once a month. You can send me emails with questions. So you will be able in that 
live video seminar series with a group of people to really address on a deep level your fear and anxiety, identify the root causes, dismantle those root causes, change your limiting beliefs, and really build yourself up and and find the truth of yourself. Find more about yourself that you haven't had access to before. And what I'm so excited about is that I can help uh, a group of people that is dedicated and committed to a price that everyone can afford. And Mm. all you need to do is just to invest the time and basically really be committed to your growth and empowerment. And if you are, this is the best way to really address and overcome your fear and anxiety. And so I'm I'm just beyond uh, excited to be able to offer this video seminar. I think it's amazing. I And it's so needed right now. It's just so needed. Uh, you and I were talking about that a little bit uh, during the break. Um, you know, let's talk about a couple of things as they relate to the seminar as well as the state of affairs. Um, you know, are the emotions. I used an example that in you know, my family growing up, uh, there was something wrong with you if you didn't demonstrate some level of emotion, right? And, you know, and, and that was kind of counter to somebody else's, uh, you know, childhood where you didn't express emotions. And so what is it that we should know about the, our emotions? What do they tell us? And why is it so difficult for us to figure all of that out? Well, I think it's a really also a generational question. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, coming from an Italian family, are more likely to grow up in uh, in an environment where, yes, expressing emotions was wanted, but it's not necessarily the anxiety that uh, wanted to be expressed, maybe more the frustration or the anger or the joy. <laughs> or, I mean, anxiety is something just like shame we are kind of keeping for ourselves. We are not necessarily going to everyone and saying, hey, I'm really anxious today. And by the way, I'm so insecure. I don't want to leave the house. We don't want to burden others with that or share this with others. It's too vulnerable. Yeah. But I grew up in a you know post uh, World War II family. I mean, my parents both were uh, basically parts, you know, in in the World War II as teenagers. But uh, they certainly went through horrific times. And uh, I think at that at that age, and uh, probably also afterwards, emotions were more looked at as weakness. And there was a greater sense of okay, let's just put our emotions aside and focus on our intellect, focus on the rational thinking. So for several decades, I think our emotions were rather ignored and and children were not necessarily told, you know, this is what you do when you have an emotion. You talk about it or you try to look behind the symptom and try to understand where it comes from. And this is why now our, you know, children, our teenagers have such a hard time with emotions. And uh, and I think this whole diagnosing of, you know, childhood depression and mm-hmm. uh, ADHD and all these kind of things are just the symptom of us not really figuring out what to do with these emotions. You know, when you really, it's interesting, in, in France, for example, ADHD is almost unknown. You know, there's something that uh, there is nobody really has uh, 
you know, prescription for ADHD. And when, you know, they hear that in America, in some schools, 40% of the kids are taking Ritalin or something similar to that, they are shocked because yeah. it's, it's not in their mindset. Now, I don't think that the French are necessarily, uh, you know, the experts with emotions, but it just shows you that there is something also about the culture that uh, in America, you know, there is a tendency to very quickly run to the doctor and get a prescription, take a pill, and be good with it. And that's not the outcome. That's not the that's not the solution because the outcome is that we are further shoving down our emotions into the unknowns of our mind, and at some point, they're jumping right back at us. And so we have to learn as parents, as adults, but also as children to honor our emotions and really see these are important parts of who we are. It's like a language that we need to learn to speak. It's an inner messenger that we need to learn to listen to and understand, because if not, we are not really living fully our lives. We are kind mm -hmm. of you know, living a more zombie-esque way of life, and, uh, and that's certainly not very uh, you know, fulfilling and cr doesn't create any joy and happiness. Um, you know, I mean, it's so interesting that we, we're talking about this, too, in terms of how, you know, we get to be in the world. You know, what is it about fear and anxiety that uh, seems to show up over and over and over again in many conversations? You know, things like let's just talk about this for a minute. You know, things like, geez, I'm going on an interview and I am so afraid. I'm so afraid. And, you know, we start thinking about it and the, the time of the interview comes up and we start to sweat. And, you know, we're in the middle of the interview and we're not really sure what to do. And then the fear overcomes us. And and then we we don't think we did very well. Now we're into guilt, into shame. Isn't there a cycle of what happens with things like this that just accumulates in ourselves? Absolutely. You know, this is where, you know, the, the comfort zone is basically our, our retreat. It's where we are hiding out. So you go to an interview or you have your first date in a while and you are sweating bullets and you do stutter and mumble. And at some point you just feel like, you know, I'm so red in the face. I probably are really, really you know, horrible to look at, and you go home, and you will be way more reluctant to go to the next interview or the next date. And so your, right. your comfort zone is already smaller. And, uh, you know, but let's understand it. Mm -hmm. This is not uh, an internal torturing mechanism. Fear and anxiety doesn't try to, you know, take you away from joy or have a date and, you know, have, uh, have a new job or anything like this. Fear and anxiety has only one purpose, which is to keep you safe. Now, the rules about safety have been written early on in our lives. Mm -hmm. And if one of those rules, what defines safety, is you have to avoid rejection or criticism at all costs, mm -hmm. the stakes are huge because mm -hmm. you are thinking, well, every time I'm going out there, there could be potential criticism and rejection. So I need to somehow avoid this or I need to be perfect so that this doesn't happen. So your fear and anxiety just reacts to that rule that has been created early on. And the rule is ultimately 
give your power to other people. I grew up in a, in a family that said what other people are thinking is more important than what you're thinking about yourself. And if you wow. do think too highly about yourself, you are arrogant. So you better look out for what other people are thinking about you because they probably are more right than yourself. So can you imagine? You have to really do a little bit of retraining of your thinking in order to actually, when you go out, not be in everyone else's mind and wonder, okay, what does this person think and how do I come across for that person? But actually really stay within yourself and tell yourself, I am actually here to give something, to share, you know, myself, to share my time. So I'm here basically, you know, for the question, what can I do for you, rather than to be judged or looked at as, am I good enough or not? That's kind of a game changer, and that's, you know, a very important um, realization. That fear and anxiety that I used to have wasn't about, you know, again, uh, this this horrible feeling that attacks me, it mm -hmm. was simply based upon those instructions on how to go through life that I had received early in my life. And, and those instructions are, are coded and anchored in our subconscious mind. And unless we are reaching our subconscious mind and decode those instructions, those programmings, we're going to continue to live in fear and anxiety. Wow, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be back with Empowerment Radio, the Empowered Self Series with Dr. Friedman Schaub, Breakthrough Fear and Anxiety for Good. We're going to, we're going to tell you a little bit more about the upcoming uh, seminar he's put together and much more. Stay tuned. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. You got attitude? Keys to the rescue. Adjust your attitude with Keys Clear Protein Waters. So refreshing. Just a few sips of Keys will give you a whole new outlook, thanks to 22 grams of the happiest protein on earth. Tongue-tingling tasty without the guilt of naughty or nasty ingredients. If that doesn't put a smile on your face, maybe you need to drink too. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. On Amazon or at Keys, K E E S, please.com. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring 
inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What robs you of your energy and vitality? The weight gain that won't go away? Biochemical imbalances? Toxicity? Prolonged stress? Or maybe a trauma from a car accident or fall that damaged your nervous system? Call 866-499-7509 and talk to the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. They'll take the time to give you a free consultation to evaluate the health problems affecting you. Get your health and energy back. Call the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate at 866-499-7509. I have known you all my life. Girl, it seems to me that you will always be very close to me, close to me. Very close to me now. Only to tell you now Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Dr. Friedman Schaub joining me here today. The website is the fear and anxiety solution.com. And when you get there, you're going to be able to see information about the upcoming phenomenal breakthrough, your fear and anxiety for good seminar. Um, Dr. Friedman, you, I, I think it's so wonderful that you're actually putting this together. I mean, you have a very specific format, you know, that you're going to be using where people can actually support each other in this. You want to say a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, one of the things that uh, people that are struggling with fear and anxiety really experience is the isolation. Often they feel lonely, they feel like they're the only ones who are struggling, they feel misunderstood, and they go into hiding. And uh, what I noticed in, you know, when I work with people and to get them connected to each other or when I did these uh, uh, weekend workshops, just knowing I'm not alone, I actually have someone who understands me, who uh, holds my back, who holds me accountable, that in itself was incredible, powerful, and just really help people to lean on each other and uplift and support each other. So in this format of this uh, live video seminar series, uh, you will actually also be um, connected to your empowerment partner, and uh, you will be able to check in, you know, maybe once a week or even more often. You will be able to go through the empowerment tools and exercises that I will share in the seminars and you will work through uh, together with your partner and this way deepen and more solidify uh, your results. The great thing about this video series is also that you can, uh, these are recorded then afterwards, so these are live, but if you cannot make it to the call, you will get a link to the recording and you can listen to it and watch it over and over again to really get the information deeply ingrained. So you get support from all sides. Plus, 
these uh, question and answer sessions that are really only for you there to ask any questions you may have, get any uh, confusion clarified. So take advantage of this real great opportunity to break through fear and anxiety on a subconscious level for good and uh, visit the website, thefearandanxietysolution.com for more information. Awesome. Well, you know, we've talked a lot today. Um, uh, uh, there are a number of things we covered today. You know, one of the things that I wanted to just touch upon is sometimes how fear shows up in our behavior. You know, I was reading an article that they said that, you know, the greatest addiction we have these days is our addiction to food. But there are many, many addictions. And, you know, uh, I think some people would disagree. Some people would say it's to nicotine, but it doesn't matter. You know, is um, is this arena that we're in with food, alcohol, drugs? I mean, what is the relationship to those addictions, to that of fear and anxiety? Well, you know, it's well known that uh, stress is a major driving force for addictions. And, and stress is basically the cousin of anxiety. You know, when we have been in stressful times for long enough, it can easily go over into a more general feeling of anxiety. So, yeah, anxiety, stress, fear, certainly are major reasons why people are you know, taking the bottle or looking for something to just numb themselves out, but also to comfort them. You know, because when you are in fear and anxiety and you really don't know uh, how to stop your mind from racing or you feel so uncomfortable in your own skin that you cannot stand it any longer, of course, having something to go to that makes you feel better. You know, for example, smoking pot. I mean, this is one of the addictions that will hit especially Washington State or Colorado or wherever it's legalized more and more because this is now something that people are tending to do as well, to not have to deal and feel their stress, their fear and anxiety. But naturally, we know that the downside is that those emotions don't let themselves be completely suppressed. And the more you suppress them, the more you will eventually feel that they are trying to come back to the surface. It's like you're pushing down a spring, and at some point the spring is just going to jump back at you. And so we need more of the alcohol or more of the food or more distractions to not feel. And that's when we get you know, into the real addictive and often self-destructive behavior. So it's, it's a Band-Aid but it's certainly not the solution. Um, you know, for many people listening to the show today, uh, you know, and for those folks out there, please go and check out the upcoming seminar. Um, you know, there are a couple of things that I think it's really important to kind of wrap up with. And that is the, the, what we talked about earlier, the end game, the fact that we don't have to live with fear and anxiety. And that's really you know, that's really important here for people to take away, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, fear at its core is untapped power. And for many people, and that's true for anxiety too, but for many people, this is kind of a, you know, a frowner because they wonder, what, what do you mean untapped power? I feel so powerless when I'm anxious and afraid. Well, 
fear and anxiety is actually when you are working through it and when you're understanding where it comes from and when you are identifying the limiting beliefs that held you back, the inner confusion that was preventing you from really feeling whole. When you have resolved all of this because you have been working through and with your fear and anxiety, you will come out at the other end as a transformed person, a person who has more access to his or her power, a person who actually knows the truth of who he is, and a person who can eventually then really feel like I have outgrown my limited self. I have outgrown the fear and anxiety, and because I have grown, I'm the person I'm supposed to be. So fear and anxiety is a catalyst of growth. It can be this inner compass that tells you there is something for you to do inside because you're not living really the potential that you have inside. And so when if, if you are struggling with fear and anxiety right now, when you, when you really feel like, well, something is holding me back, don't see this as that's the limitation I have to live with. See it as an encouragement, as a clear sign that there is something deep inside that wants to come out, that wants to be accessed so that you can share it with the world. Wow. Dr. Freeman, thank you so much. One more time, let folks know the best way they can find out more about you. Go just to the fearandanxietysolution.com, all in one word. You find a, a great self-test to even find out if you do suffer from fear and anxiety. You find out information about this upcoming live video seminar my individual sessions that I'm offering, the book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, CDs that I have uh, on there that help you also just to find more peace of mind. If you want to get started to overcome fear and anxiety, I think it's a great resource to go to. Awesome. Thank you so very much. And also, uh, if you've missed any part of this show or any part of any of the shows with Dr. Friedman Chaub, you can certainly go to the Fear and Anxiety Solution. You could go to drpatshow.com or you could go to transformationtalkradio.com. And by the way, this show will actually play later on today at transformationtalkradio.com. Thank you, Dr. Friedman. What a great show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, we've got the key. Now let's make it happen. We'll see you next time on the show. 